When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's Get to Know Your Customers Day. Tony, what's the one thing you'd like to know about our customers? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Their credit card numbers like to know that. Like to what do you want to commit them to memory? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to get away with here? No, I'm going to try to write them down, and then I'm going to start charging things to them. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're watching. I mean, they can pay us in kind. You know, they can... Suppose they want to pay cash. That. They suppose they want to pay no, no, cash. No, 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 no. Let me use their numbers. Straight Welcome cash. Welcome to PTI, only. boys and girls. In today's episode, the Astros beat the Yankees. Zion scores 25, and Steve Young joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with the Padres evening the NLCS with the Phillies last night, winning 8-5 to five on the strength of a five-run fifth inning where they got six hits and chased Aaron Nola and the utterly ineffective Brad Hand. Wilbon, how should each team feel after this game? Uh, like they're in a series, which baseball teams are accustomed to being, and there's back and forth, a lot of back and forth. Um, I didn't think anybody was going to win this thing in a sweep, Tony. Um, I think that they have to think they're engaged in a long series. Maybe it won't go six or seven, but they have to approach it that way. And I will say this, Tony. You know, so I'm, I'm, I'm here in New York and I'm doing countdown and I'm sitting with basketball heads by and large with Jalen and Stephen A. and Greedy. But, you know, we're all old enough to have grown up with baseball. And you look up there and you see it's 4-0 and you start to check into something else. And then it's not 4-0, it's 4-2. And then the Padres are coming back and the Padres have control. That game took forever. It took four hours, like a college football game. But this is the ebb and flow of today's baseball, at least until there's a pitch clock next year. So now it's a long game. It's a long series. Yeah. So normally, if you're the road team, as the Phillies were for the first two games in San Diego, and you get one of those games, you're happy. You go home and you go, we stole one. We're in good shape. We're going home. I don't think that's true because of last night. You mentioned that it was 4-0 at one point. Yeah. Here is the record of teams that were up 4-0 in the playoffs of all time, up 4-0 at some point in the game, 268-12. and 12. After that inning, after the fifth inning, I texted a bunch of people, including my son, and I said, I think this is Waterloo. I think this has changed the entire series. I don't think the Phillies are going to win now. Aaron Nola couldn't get a third out. Brad Hand right. couldn't get any outs. Right. Faced three batters, hit one, and gave up run-scoring hits two in a row, and they said, good night, drive home safely. Mike, I think when the Phillies got home, they felt empty. Uh, that's a bad loss. Bad loss. Tony, it's a, it's a bad loss. I'll give you that. But we've seen some crazy stuff already this postseason, that Toronto Mariners game. I mean, we've seen some right? weird things. The entire Padres-Dodgers series, to me, was just one weird moment after another. So I, I don't know. This is where I don't want to get predictive. I just okay. kind of want to watch okay. and enjoy. And by the I way, this will be a long series. I hope lots it's a long of praise. Series. 
Lots of praise to the most expensive guys out there. The money was well spent on Manny Machado yes. and Bryce Harper. They're Machado coming through. Been coming through. And it's, yeah, your boy Bryce Harper. Yes, he yeah. is. Let's move to the American League, where the Astros beat the Yankees in game one. Justin Verlander struck out 11, surrendered one run over six. The Yankees struck out 17 times overall, Tone. They send Luis Severino yep. to the mound against Framber Valdez in game two tonight. So, Tony, down 1-0 already. How important is it for the Yanks to win tonight? So my first inclination is to say that it is critical because you do not want to be down 2-0 and have to win four out of five. That's you don't right. want to put that pressure on your starting pitcher in game three who will be Garrett Cole. But, Mike, after watching that game last night, I think the Astros are significantly better than the Yankees. Yeah. I don't know that yeah. it matters if the Yankees win game two. I think the Astros are going to win the series. Let me, let me review this. As you mentioned, the Yankees struck out 17 times. The Astros struck out two times. The bottom of the Yankee order, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, struck out 13 times. Josh Donaldson and Matt Carpenter struck out seven times. They had Justin Verlander wobbly in the first three innings. He had either Could given up a out. run or there were men on base. And Could then all of a out. sudden, he settled down. Mike, he threw 66 pitches in the first three innings. He settles down. The next thing you know, he struck out 11, and he's in total command. My position here is that the Yankees had a chance in this game, and they did yeah. not take advantage of it. No, they didn't. But, Tony, we often see that from, from Verlander. I mean, if you don't get him early, if he settles himself down and he can get through two-plus or the third inning, then you're in trouble. And that was the case last night. We've been watching this for 20 years with Justin Verlander. Kind of reminds me of Roger Clemens in, in some ways. I don't know that Clemens didn't get out, didn't got, got knocked out that early all the time. But I, I think the Yankees don't have to win. I think they play differently, um, and the result is often different. They're a big, you know, home team the Yankees are in that ballpark, Tony. And the series has, of course, yet to switch. I don't think they have to. That's right. I don't think the Yankees are going to win this no. series either. Like you, I think the Astros right. are demonstrably better. But, you know, the Yankees can be down 0-2 and still come back and win the series. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but I don't think it hinges One on small tonight. statistic. What? They're not going to beat the Astros' bullpen. Here's the Astros' bullpen in the playoffs so far. 23 and a third innings. 29 strikeouts, two earned ones, runs, ERA 077. They're going to have to beat the starters. Unlikely. That's the yep. way they're going to have to do it. early. Knock them out. The NBA continued to roll out its opening games last night. Zion Williamson scored 25 as New Orleans beat Brooklyn. Ben Simmons, wait for it, had 6,004 points in his Brooklyn debut. Number one draft pick, Paolo Bancaro, had 27 points for Orlando. That's the most points by an overall number one pick in his debut since Allen Iverson 26 years ago. Donovan Mitchell scored 31 for his new team, Cleveland. Rudy Gobert had 23 and, seven and 16 for his new team, Minnesota. And DeMar DeRozan had 37 for your team, the Bulls. Yes, sir. Wilbon, what made the biggest impression on you? You can choose one of these or you can pick your own. Well, I'm a little right-hand candidate, Tone. I'm glad you didn't mention, and that is, and I got a bias here, the Phoenix Suns looking like they were going to get knocked out again. It looked like Ali Liston, but they were going to be listing and counted out again in a second straight game against Dallas, right, in Phoenix. And I know this wasn't game seven in Phoenix back in May. I get that. But, Tone, I, you hadn't seen a smile out of the Suns since earlier in May. That's a lot of months ago. So this is an important victory to me. Also, 
the Brooklyn Nets, who I know you're fascinated with, getting just knocked out. Speaking of knocked out, yeah. I mean, they were down 25 in that game. And yeah. so the whole effect of that, not just Ben Simmons. And, Tony, I know how much you root for Zion. You know when you woke up this morning and saw that clip and Zion was smiling broadly and he had his way in that game. I know that made an impression on you and it made an impression on me too. And I hope that continues. He's he's so charismatic. He's He's so much fun to watch. He is. That's the right word. He actually is a charismatic player. He's got a great smile, a great demeanor. I'm just saying that at some point he's going to fall on the ground, his leg is going to break, and he's going to be out for the rest of the season. And I love him. I will concentrate a little bit on Ben Simmons, who had nothing. Nothing. He had two foul shots. He missed them both. He made two of his three shots from the floor, but he only took three in 23 minutes. I, I mean, honestly, he played like somebody where if this was the NFL and cut down day, they would say to him today, son, hand in your playbook because you're out of here. Now, I, I know the Nets are going to be supportive. Management is. But I don't think Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to be supportive of a whole bunch of games like that. And the other thing point. I would mention quickly is Rudy Gobert. They gave up five number ones for Rudy Gobert. Minnesota must think that Rudy Gobert is Moses and going to lead them out of the desert. They beat a bad team, but they won that game. And 23-16 and is a big deal. Let's take a break. Coming up, how much of Aaron Rodgers' issues are on him to solve? We're going to ask Steve Young. We're also going to ask him why Lamar Jackson struggles in the fourth quarter after things often go really well the first three. My man DeMar DeRozan so didn't have Zach Levine, didn't have his tag team partner, and he was great last Le- night. He was LeBron didn't score night. as many points as Ben Carroll in his first game. Dwight well, Howard just didn't. too few. Blake Griffin just too didn't. Few. Anthony Davis no. didn't. Now. Pardon the Interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. In the interruption, brought to you by Twisted T, part of Happy Hour. Week seven of the NFL season kicks off tonight, which makes it a perfect time for a visit from our great friend, a man who fell back on football because he found sports writing 
too intimidating Hall of Fame quarterback, Steve Young. Steve, we'll start with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers does not appear to be clicking on the long pass downfield. Fingers get pointed at his receivers and at the offensive line, even at the front office for the way they've constituted the team. But how much of this is the quarterback's responsibility? Well, in the end, Tony, a great quarterback will take all of the responsibility. It's part of the job description to remain accountable. That's how you draw people to you. Even though people know that it's uh, receivers that can't separate and they know that the offensive line is not doing the job and they know the front office hasn't supported the Hall of Fame quarterback the way they should, we get that. But in the end, despite all the mitigating factors, it ends up the ball's in your hands and it's not getting done. So great quarterbacks, and I know Aaron has done that. Tom Brady does that famously. Look, I draw people to me by telling them I'm accountable. And in the end, it is Aaron's fault, but I can tell you that it's not because you said it. Receivers can't separate. The offensive line's not blocking for them. And in football, you need a lot of friends. All right, we'll stay with another quarterback who's had some struggles too, Steve, and that would be Lamar Jackson whose struggles have come late in games in the fourth quarter. It seems like for, for three quarters, things are working really well, typical of him. And the fourth quarter, some things have fallen apart. Why? What's the change? What's going on there? Well, for years, the Ravens have been bullies, defensive bullies. And then they have had the most sophisticated running game in history, you could say. And especially the last few years with Omar. I mean, they've just been pounding teams into submission. And all of a sudden, and then of all the things that they're not getting done is end of game with leads, being able to run the football on those nine-minute drives that Lamar Jackson would just spit out with no problem. And they're not, they've lost that bully effect on defense. So of all the things that happened last week, the New York Giants, they out-Ravened the Ravens. They bullied the Ravens. So that's where the most concern I would have is the things that you were best at in the league, you're not doing anymore, and that's a concern. Uh, we'll stay with quarterbacks. Um, This makes Tony very happy that we're only talking about quarterbacks with you, Steve. Tom Brady, as we've all talked about all week, chewed out his offensive lineman on camera last week. And as I said, this week it might look weird on TV, but that's football. We all love that from him. All right. Is that the truth? I mean, I don't remember ever seeing you do that publicly in all those years. So what are we hearing and what's the truth and what is it? All right, so I I just mentioned Tom Brady earlier when talking about Aaron Rodgers. The great quarterbacks understand the fundamental fact that you are always speaking to your linemen. In in the media, in in at home, like you are always speaking to your linemen. What you're speaking to them is, I have your back. No matter what, you take care of me, I've got your back. And so when Tom does that in public, there must be something big going on because nobody likes to be embarrassed on national TV, especially the linemen that need to go fight for you. And that's why it's so unusual. So there either was exigent circumstances that Tom felt like, hey, look, I've been around here for 23 years and I know what's going to happen if I do this on national TV, but it's got to happen now. Fine. And maybe that's what the linemen's responding to is like, that was appropriate. But other than that, you got to be super careful how you do things in public. Again, when all you do is speak to your offensive linemen, you're going to show them up on national TV. Super careful in those moments, Michael. All right, so follow up we'll real get, quickly, Steve. Did you, did you have one of those? Can you remember a time when you had to go off script, off road, and do something that's that urgent? Not necessarily on the bench like that because it's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a sacred spot. 
And those linemen have been out there fighting. They're usually sitting there trying to get a break. And that's, it, to me, that's why it has to be exigent circumstances. It's got to be something super vital and super important that you need to get across. But I look, I think Tom has done it for 23 years. Like all of us that were pretty good at it, we have a lot of different ways to communicate. And the last way we like to communicate is just point people in the finger on national TV and, and scream at them. That's the last way you want to do it. We will get you out of here on this, and it's about coaching and play calling. The Saints tonight are uh, playing the Cardinals. Arizona coach Cliff Kingsbury says he is willing to give up play calling if that will help his team score points. When you were a quarterback, how much of your success had to do with play calling? Tony, play calling, people don't understand. When I say there's elite quarterbacks, there are equally number of elite play callers, which means not many. And when you see him, you go, why? What's the big deal? And it's just a, they have a sense. First of all, they have a plan. Then they enact the plan and have the guts to make the calls. And then they have a sense of how to put plays together in combination. And if they have a quarterback that can work that out with them, it accentuates great play calling. And so if Cliff Kingsbury wants to give up play, that's not the problem with the Cardinals. The, problem's, the problem with the Cardinals is they're not running the plays that he's calling. It's always the wing it play after the play. That seems like it's the play in the huddle that they're doing. And the wing it offense doesn't make it in the NFL over time. Yeah, you got big games, big comebacks. But in the end, the wing it offense doesn't work. So, look, whoever's calling plays, just listen to the call the play and run it just once, you know, and, that, and stop the wing it <laughs> offense. That's the problem. <laughs> That's great. That's it's a good thing great. to learn. Don't wing it, kids. Yeah, don't Steve wing Young it. Steve Young says don't wing it. Wing it. Thank yeah. you, Steve, as no always. Thank you. Thank you. It. All right. Appreciate yeah. you, Steve. You can catch more, Steve, on Monday Night Countdown this week featuring Wilbon's Bears and the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Let's take one yeah. last break. Still to come, the Patriots reportedly decide between Matt Jones and Bailey Zippy Zappy. And what should we expect from the new look Clippers tonight? Tony, we tell our producers all the time we're going to wing it. Huh? We've yeah. been winging it for yeah. 20 years. I guess it doesn't go the same with a line and a defense and pass rush and pressure. Nobody and is trying to tackle us. You know, no. that's the- Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. 
The interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of twisted tea, hard iced tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 22nd birthday, Kenneth Walker III. The rookie running back on Seattle got the chance to start last week after Rashad Penny fractured his fibula. Walker made the most of the opportunity, rushing 21 times for 97 yards and a touchdown as the Seahawks beat Arizona. Walker started out at Wake Forest and transferred to Michigan State, where he was an All-American, rushed 263 times for 1,636 yards and 18 touchdowns. When the Spartans gave Mel Tucker a $95 million coaching contract, I hope he threw a bone to Walker. Walker was the second running back taken in this year's draft. He went number 41. Five picks after the Jets took Brees Hall, who was already their leading rusher. Tony, remember the day when kids were that productive in college at running back? They didn't go in the second round. They didn't last till then. They didn't go 20th. They went one, or maybe they went three or five, but they were off the board, baby. The game has changed, and I don't know if I like all of it. I like running backs to watch them still. Happy anniversary, Johnny Damon. On this day 18 years ago, Damon highlighted the most improbable comeback in baseball postseason history, hitting both a grand slam and a two-run homer as the Red Sox won game seven and beat the Yankees in the ALCS after being down three games to none. The Red Sox became the first team in baseball history to do that. Damon then did the unthinkable. He left the Red Sox for the Yankees. Oh, the pain. Damon was a fine center fielder in both cities, 284 batting average, 235 homers, 1,139 RBI, and 408 stolen bases. Damon has two World Series rings, one with the 2004 Red Sox, one with the 2009 Yankees. Tony, we always frame the discussion of this game in just baseball terms, and that's understandable. But I'm going to ask you this. Is this, in your mind, the greatest comeback in American sports history? Is there anything else up there you have higher or equal to the Red Sox coming back from down 3-0 no, to beat the Yankees? No, It's not one game. It's, it's over the course of seven games. You had to win four in a row. No, this is the greatest Me comeback. Too. I mean, it, yep. you can't compare King. a whole series King to a game. King of comebacks. I don't King comeback. Yeah. A melancholy trails to Charlie Trippy, the legendary member of both the college and pro football halls of fame, died yesterday at 100 years old. Trippy was runner-up to Glenn Davis for the Heisman in 1946, then went on to lead the Chicago Cardinals to the NFL title in 1947. Trippy is the only member of the Pro Football Hall to have 1,000 yards rushing, passing, and receiving in his career. Trippy played multiple positions on offense, defense, and special teams, including punting. And he explained his versatile skill set, saying, quote, in those days, the more things a player did, the more pay he could command, unquote. Trippy was the overall number one pick in the draft out of Georgia, led the Cardinals to the NFL title in his rookie season, scoring two touchdowns in the championship game victory over the Philadelphia Eagles 75 years ago. Man. The Cardinals have moved twice since then. They have wow. not won another title. What a great, great, great player. And it's too bad he's forgotten, but he's not forgotten here by a couple of other old guys. Cheers to Charlie That's Trippi right. and his yeah. career and his life. Let's go to the big finish. The athletic reports that when Mac Jones is healthy, he will start for the Patriots. Are you surprised? Uh, maybe, but let's see what actually happens. So predicting Bill Belichick, I don't know. Bucks open at the Sixers tonight. You intrigued with that matchup at all? 
I like when Antetokounmpo plays head-to-head against Embiid, and Antetokounmpo yeah. usually yeah. wins. Lakers and Clippers tonight, what are you most interested in seeing? Kawhi, Kawhi's return to the court. That's what I'm most interested in seeing by far. Kevin Durant bought a Major League Pickleball team. What do you make of that? Is that a good idea? Pickleball is the scourge of American society. It's a place for Ben Simmons to land when he isn't at the NBA. Last one, college football tonight, Virginia at Georgia Tech. Who you got? Yeah, the Wahoos, Tone. I root for the Wahoos, so I, I got them in this game. Two or four versus three. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, here's SportsCenter. Do you play pickleball? Have you ever seen pickleball? No. Have you ever no. seen it? It's like on a no. small court. It's, it's No. Yeah, it's next to golf courses. They make so much noise when I'm seeing it. I pay no attention. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.